0: Welcome to the UHM
1: Podcast with your host, Ryan and Shane. All right, let's get this started. Welcome, folks. Uh, This is episode sixteen of the UHM podcast upcoming horror uh, official podcast uh, I'm I'm your host Ryan and with me as always is my co-host Shane Smith Hello Shane
2: oh.
1: <laughs> as, was is that the greeting call of your people
2: yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> I'm not well guys I'm not well. I'm coming down we, with some shit. <laughs> Shane, everybody knows
1: you're not well.
2: Oh, yeah, we know that. But, you know, I'm actually – I have—I am actually sick. Oh, okay. No, actually, maybe I should rephrase that. I have an illness. Actually, <there's laughs> it's not, not there, getting no, – it's not getting better. No, it's not, <laughs> is it? No, fuck it. Look, I might have the flu, all right? <laughs> there
1: you go. <laughs>
0: Yay.
2: Uh, so if I start coughing and spluttering and I'm dying, dying online, then hey, it's been a good run.
1: Well, at least we'll have a record of it. Oh yeah. So when the cops show up, we have we have some evidence to show <laughs> <clears> them. <throat> yeah,
2: always good.
1: So yeah, we um, this is going to be our second uh, Christmas episode of the year, mm-hmm. and uh, we've got a nice selection of Christmas movies to cover. Something I've been uh, burying my head in um, since basically November. I was digging through Christmas movies. Um, including, I think, most of the ones on this list um, and everything we talked about last week. But, but um, yeah, I've been doing the uh, the 12 Days of Christmas reviews on the, the main page at UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. And some of these movies, Shane... Now, we've got a selection of... Some night, nice, a couple of them were some turds this this week, but these movies I've been reviewing on that site, let me tell you, they're they are absolutely the worst piles of shit you've ever seen.
2: Glad I don't watch them then.
1: <laughs> oh God! One in particular, uh, we're not going to cover this for the uh, on the episode in in depth because I don't think it deserves it. But this movie called Santa Claus, C L A W S. Um is maybe the fucking just worst horror movie I've ever seen. And as far as I'm concerned, the entire movie was only made so that the director could film uh, girls with um, silicone breasts taking their clothes off. Right. Because the movie's not like a horror movie. It's scenes of women stripping towards the camera. And then interspersed with a, a little bit of like, I guess what you could call a plot, right. involving some of the worst acting ever caught on film. Okay. Just complete garbage. And it's made by um, John Russo, who is the uh, the right the co-writer on *Night of the Living Dead*, and uh, wrote *Return of the Living Dead*. And then this is one of his early, this is one of his first like directing jobs. Right. And if you've ever seen that uh, Millennium edition of Night of the Living Dead, you know, the one that has all the additional footage shot in, like, 2006... Yeah. It's on par with that. Like, it's just fucking complete shit.
2: Ah, okay.
1: A- absolutely horrible. So.
2: Yeah, see, because that Night of the Living Dead, um, no. it's with the additional sort of footage in that it just wasn't one of That's No. And coming from a fan of Romero... I can't I was looking forward to watching that, but I agree it was just completely pointless. They should have just remastered the film and left it on their own, and not added anything to it. But that's just my opinion.
1: Yeah, of course. So other than that, I did watch another one. Um I actually haven't uh, finished the review on this one yet. Um it's called Happy Hella Days. Right. And it's a I think it was two thousand and ten or maybe twenty eleven, I don't have the notes in front of me. But it, it's a super, super low budget made for under $5,000. It's only like 47 minutes long. Oh. And it, it's made with a cast of like friends that yeah. got together and made this like horrible Christmas killer movie. And I swear to God, I laughed my ass off. It's like the difference between the two movies. They're both probably equal in terms of quality. Like they're shot terribly and they look terrible and they're they're acted poorly. Yeah, But, like, there's so much heart in Happy Holidays, you could tell the people making it had, like, a riot making it. Cool. And you could, you could tell that, like, Santa Claus, like, people must have been, you know, hired under threats of violence to, <laughs> to, to do the performances they got. It was so just, ugh. Well,
2: but, um, that sounds like a chuckle, actually.
1: Yeah, that's one I recommend. It's almost impossible to find, but it, it was worth uh, searching out.
2: Actually, you talk of movies that are impossible to find. I've actually, I can, I actually did watch a Christmas horror movie that is yet to be released. Uh, Which one's that? It's called Christmas Slay. Oh, really? It's a British film, and it's actually mm-hmm. written and directed by a friend of mine called Steve Davis. And I thought mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give him a shout out on this tonight. But basically, it's um, set in a cabin supposedly in Scotland, that was actually filmed in Eastern Europe. And it's basically, it centres around a guy escaping from a mental asylum and dressing up as Santa Claus and going off and killing off all these like nubile young ladies who wear barely anything at all. Um, So it's got lots of nice eye candy in it. And it's actually not a bad film at all it's story-wise i mean he did this on a budget of less than 10 grand so um it's actually a really good really well written story um and even though like it's all practical effects apart from i think it's like one scene that's just got a little bit of cg in it but literally it's all practical effects and it's actually not a bad film at all so I'm not sure when the release date is, it was supposed to have come out, it was actually supposed to come out this month, I believe, but I think it's been put back for some other reason. I know Steve is working on other things as well. Yeah. also um, working on a film called Invasion of the Not Quite Dead, um, where he's like producer on that as well. So um, yeah, hopefully that should be coming out fairly soon. Um, I'll have a word with them about that and see uh, if and if, when the release date is any nearer. But um, yeah, I watched this a while ago, and it's actually not a bad film. So, um, yeah, it's quite cool.
1: Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've been loving getting into the, the holiday season with as many Christmas and holiday-themed horror movies as we could stomach. Yeah. Which, which we've got a nice selection of today. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't we start off with our first one, Shane. Okay. Um being from 2010, uh, a Finnish film, not meaning that it is over, but it's <laughs> from Finland, um, rare exports. Hey, good. so this, in my opinion, was probably the first movie that really kicked off the sort of, um, what I, what I'll call the Krampus craze. Yeah. And cause you never really saw any Krampus type movies before this one came out. Um, and, and after it came out and was relatively popular in the horror scene, you saw, you know, we had obviously what we covered last week, Krampus, then, um, and we had, like, all these other horrible Krampus movies, Krampus the Reckoning, Krampus the Christmas Devil, Krampus the sequel to the Christmas Devil, there's, like, there's probably a dozen or more, and I have, like, half of them in my house. Right. They're all awful, like, except for Rare Exports and Krampus. Right. Um, so... What would you say the plot to Rare Exports is?
2: See, the plot for Rare Exports is kind of difficult to tell. But basically, it's about a young kid who essentially... I think it's... What was it? He lives in a small community in Finland with his I think it's his father or something like that. And he generally doesn't believe in Santa Claus. But then his father, I think it's, it's his... A team of people who go hunting, and they come across this old man, um, for one better word. Um, how else can I describe that? Uh, yeah, they basically take this old man, and um, yeah, I wouldn't say capture him, he can capture. But... Well,
1: he, he's, he fell into a, like a tiger trap, almost. Yeah. So, yeah. A tiger pit, <clears throat> why... They, didn't they have wolves or something and that's why yeah, they had all these pits dug with
2: spikes yeah, in them yeah that's it and um excuse me. <clears throat> and uh it kind of kind of leads from there really but let's just say for what for want of a better word or how I described it to somebody else it's rabid Santas turn up um and obviously they are try and get one of their own that all leads to all sorts of shenanigans going on. It's, I don't know. It's just one of those films I found it. <laughs> I like the film, but I just found it very hard to follow it at, at times. I've
1: had uh, to,
2: yeah, it, I've had to watch it a couple of times in the past, and yeah, yeah, it's kind of. I was just like, huh. But yeah,
1: yeah, it gets confusing because there's a lot going on. There's like the, um, there's a huge excavation site. They they live on the border of what Finland Finland and Norway I think yeah is that where is that where they live yeah and so they, there's like literally a fence in the backyard that they're not supposed to go across because then you're on you know the other the other country and you're not supposed to cross it mm. or more because they're probably children and they're not supposed to be leaving that far from home yeah. probably a little bit of both but there's a huge excavation on this um this giant hill. That's going on. I, I forget if they were Americans or if they were British. I know there were foreigners doing a bunch of digging. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> they unearthed something, but you don't find out what that something is until the end of the movie. But they find a whole bunch of like other shit um, in this excavation site. But there's also, like you like you mentioned, they find this sort of like old man. He looks like a, a grungy old Santa is what he really looks yes. like. But but skinny, not fat. Not fat. And um, they find him, and they think he's like a Santa. And then they're they're going back and forth, and they think, oh, maybe they found, you know, the real Santa or something. Yeah. And in the meanwhile, um, one of the kids, uh, I think his name is uh, Peter, mm. or, or so, something along those lines. It's probably the the Finnish equivalent of Peter, um, is reading about Krampus and all these other stories, and determines that maybe that this isn't Santa Claus, maybe it's Krampus, and he's going to punish everyone.
0: Yeah.
1: And they also find that all the reindeer, because they're on a reindeer farm, have been eaten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just gnawed to the bone, there's just corpses laying everywhere. So, like, yeah, these, uh, these these two people are sort of running around, trying to figure out what's going on, and then more of these Santas start showing <laughs> up. But hence. And uh, that's, that's when the shit really starts to hit the fan. Yeah, that's hence my, my
2: description of rabbit Santas. It's, yes. Yeah, it's it's just funny how they just crop up and are like, things got
1: go? Yeah, right. <laughs> they just sort of pop up. Yeah. But the the, the 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 best parts of the movie are sort of like the character interactions that, that they have in the movie. Where there's like um you know, they're, when they're in I guess the butcher shop where they I guess normally butcher reindeer meat. and they and the two guys have a Santa sort of tied up Yeah and they're trying to figure they're trying to figure out what to do with them. And like at one point, I think they were going to dismember because they thought he was dead. They were going to dismember him to like hide the pieces. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't remember.
1: And that just doesn't work out for him. <laughs>
2: and, and, and
1: yes, but yeah the whole the whole movie is, I don't know. It's just got this great like Christmas vibe to it mm. that it's it it feels really wintering. Like it's a great movie to watch when you know it's snowing outside and everything is actually
2: based on a uh, short film. Yeah. Um, that was released seven or eight years ago. Um, called Rare Exports, and it is it's actually more of a comedy because it, it's the same premise. They basically these team of hunters go out and they find rabbit Santas and they try to train them to make them like, into normal Santas, like friendly, happy. Joyful, ho, 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 that shit. But, um, when they're training, when they're training the, uh, the Santa Claus up, they basically hang a, a doll dressed like a child in front of it. And the Santa savages it and tears it apart. And it's all part of the training. And basically, they give it electroshock treatment to try killing small children. And it is actually a really funny short if you can find it. Actually, what I might do, I might find it up and then post the link um, into the comments of the podcast when it goes up.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it, it's. I think it's on YouTube.
2: Yeah, yeah, because I well, remember... The
1: last time I checked, it was.
2: Yeah, well, I was, I first saw it. It was about seven or eight years ago. I couldn't believe what I was watching. So I, it just cracked me up.
1: <clears throat> yeah, a lot of people actually prefer... That little short um, to this movie, though.
2: Yeah, I do. Um,
1: and I, I can kind of see that. I, I like uh, the way the short works. It's it's as they sort of have they go in the same direction in this movie towards the end. But they don't they don't delve deep enough into it. Like, I feel like they rush through it in the movie, where in the short, it's a little it's a little more stretched out when they have the Santa training. Because at the end they basically they're boxing up all these um, cannibal Santas mm-hmm. and all they just put them in a box and they have rare exports stamped on the box, <laughs> yeah. but they don't they don't they don't show them like ripping apart a doll or doing anything else.
2: <laughs> See that would have been so funny. It's like yeah. it's like reports of rabbit Santas killing children, tearing things apart in shopping malls across Europe. It would just been so funny, and I think yeah. it would have added it for me. It would have been perfect. But here's the dark side of Christmas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, that was good. So yeah, I like this movie. Um I, I think I liked it a little more the first couple times I saw it. Yeah. And I mean it's it's still good. I, I still think it's a good movie. It's a great foreign movie. Mm. Um for anybody it, for anybody that's not really into you know, foreign movies. I think this is a good one to sort of get a hold of because it's so charming. Yeah. And, it can be you know, if you're getting into the Christmas mood, this is a great one to sort of get you in there. So it's a good excuse for people that, you know, don't like to stretch their horror tastes a little bit. I think this is a good one to stretch out on. Yeah, great. Um, but I, I I think there it's been done better. Right. And I think something like Krampus is actually a little bit better. Than this, at least more, you know, more you fu- have yeah, more fun with Krampus.
2: See, I enjoyed Krampus a lot, we we established that the last last week when we talked about it. But I actually do like Krampus um, more than Rare Exports. Yeah, but,
1: yeah, I think I'm with you on that. Yeah.
2: but um, with Rare Exports, it is one of those films that is quite a treat to watch because you get to see a completely different side to a Christmas movie in that regard. Yeah. And with the with the kids in the film, it's like some of them are like, "Oh my God, what the fuck are we gonna do?" But then there's that one little kid who completely has faith in it. <clears throat> so um, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of uh, an interesting film to watch.
1: Yeah, it sort of maintains that Christmas spirit.
2: Yes. Which
1: so you is... know what I did like? You know, what I did really like about this movie. What's that? That it didn't have, like, when you see a movie sort of like this and you know that it's sort of like, um I guess you could say like an evil Santa Claus or something like that, you know? Yeah. there There isn't a part where the good Santa Claus comes and saves them. Yeah. I mean, uh, Krampus did the same thing, you know, there was no Santa in that either. Like, you're not going to, you, you know, he doesn't come and save the day, which I liked, you know. Um, you almost think that's going to happen, um, because a lot of the stories he's reading it, you know talks about the Santa Claus delivering presents and Krampus punishing everyone,
2: yeah.
1: um, but it doesn't it doesn't go in that sort of split direction. It's really only like no, it's just the bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that was to kill. Really cool.
1: So yeah, so that's pretty good. So I, I think I think it's worth it. One thing I'd like to mention is how the hell are these people out in the snow in their underwear? Like the whole movie.
2: I don't care to think about
1: it. Like, this little kid... Now, here's the thing, okay? You They show the scenes of the kid running from, you know, whatever, the, the outside of the house to the... To, the um, to inside the house. You know, if he's going from a shed to his house or he's going from wherever it's outside, and there's, like, you know, two or three feet of snow that he's, like, running through in his underwear and boots. I think... That's not... I think, he wasn't just out there doing one run. He, was, he must have been out there all day doing this while they're filming it.
2: Yeah, see, the thing is, my theory on that is those kids were like, they're just so used to it. They're just so used to it. Because, I mean, obviously, you get, you get certain countries where climates are completely different, and they, they're used to it. It's kind of like people living in Alaska or Antarctica are so used to it it's just like second nature to.
1: Yeah, it's still yeah. crazy to me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I agree, <laughs> completely utterly.
2: But other than that, I just think they're all insane for doing something like that. They're
1: all insane.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's probably a bit true. Yeah. What did you think? What did you think of the um, the special effects in this movie?
2: Some of them were pretty good. I will say that um, I did enjoy. Some of it, although admittedly, a lot of it was... Oh, well, you couldn't really tell if it was CG or if it was practical, but... A lot I, of don't,
1: it... I don't think there was a whole lot of CG in this movie. I, I think no. almost none. You know, very little, probably at the end. Yeah. And it's more of just, like, panning shots, you know what I yeah. mean?
2: But, I mean, some of it looked really good. And it kind of works very well. I'm trying to pinpoint... I'm having difficulty trying to pinpoint certain scenes, to be quite honest with you, but... From what yeah. I can remember of it, I mean, a lot of it was really well done.
1: Yeah. Because... Were, you a little dis- were you a little disappointed in the end with the, um, the sort of the final fight?
2: Yeah,
1: I was. It, like, you were hoping for a little bit more. I, I kind of knew it wasn't going to get too big, only because I knew this was a relatively low-budget movie. Yeah. And it wasn't going to get as crazy as it was set up to be.
2: It could have been interesting, um, though. It would have been an interesting if it was like the fight was bigger.
1: Yeah, a little, a little bit of a spoiler on the end of this. If you don't want to spoil rare exports, then, you know, maybe skip ahead the next uh, couple minutes or so. But at the very end, they find what, they, what the digging company dug up out of the hill, and it's like a gigantic Krampus, like a 40-foot-tall Krampus frozen in a block of ice. Yeah. And all the elves are trying to thaw it out so it can, I don't know, rain death on civilization. <laughs> so it's like thawing out and, you you know, you're like, oh, this awesome thing is going to happen. And all you see is the, like this block of ice with the horns coming out of it and it looks awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: And, um, and then I think they just blow it up before he's able to fully thaw. Yeah. So it kind of cuts it short where you're like, damn, it just, it just got out a little bit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Uh, it could have been quite an interesting sequel, actually, couldn't it? Mm. <laughs> Rare export. Krampus returns. Yes.
1: Yeah. But I mean, overall, it, it's a good movie in terms of like, because I've been watching so many shitty Christmas movies. This is one of the better ones. It's definitely, you know, top tier Christmas horror. I put this up there. I just don't think it's it's like uh, one of my favorites. Like um. You know, like Krampus or uh, or elves, you know something that great.
0: Yeah.
1: So, but it's worth it. Yeah. So our next our next one we covered is a bit of a cult classic, and uh, I was surprised that you hadn't seen this movie. Wow. Because it's like, it's it, at least in the U.S. It's super famous, and even people that haven't seen the movie know the poster and everything, and it spawned like six sequels. Six, yeah. There's five in a remake. Fucking hell! <laughs> and it's of course Silent Night, Deadly Night uh,
2: from na- uh, 1984.
1: Yeah. So, um, this movie is, is the weird part about this is I hadn't seen this until I was probably like, oh, I don't know, I'll say like uh, 18 or so. I think maybe I was just getting going into college, and um. I think I remember renting the VHS, but the poster for this movie is permanently etched into my brain. And it's the one where there's there's, you know, a a snowy rooftop with a chimney and it's like a Santa holding an axe out of the chimney. It's so awesome looking. Uh, And it was on every VHS store that we went into. This poster had to be there because it was so cool. And it was super controversial when it came out. There were so many Christian groups that were against this movie because it's a killer Santa, and and Santa's not supposed to be killing people, and blah blah blah. And it ruins the meaning of Christmas, and it's going to turn. They they were afraid. Now, after you've had seen this, they were afraid that Silent Night Deadly Night would do to Christmas what Jaws did for water. Oh, okay. <laughs> for.
2: If you're a Christian and you're li- and you're listening to this, my apologies in, in advance, but fucking Christian groups. <laughs> hey,
0: whatever next,
1: Shane? After watching this movie, were you are you now afraid of Christmas, or could you see what that would happen?
2: Uh, no. Um, in a nutshell, no. Um, and <laughs> you know what? It'd be more exciting if there were slightly more psychotic Santas around. Let's face it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Man, right, okay, I'm just gonna point out and say, right, I watched this movie um for the first time when I was forty two years old. And <laughs> it was only just last week, would you believe? You know, only because I had never heard of this film.
1: I can't believe that. That yeah. blows my mind. Yeah, I had
2: never heard of this film until you guys mentioned mentioned it um in a group chat and I was like what the fuck is silent night deadly night and then you started talking about like the multitude of sequels and the remake and i was like what the actual fuck? you know how have i missed this franchise over the years and i watched it last week and i can safely say it was probably one of the worst christmas horror movies i have ever seen <laughs> i
1: Shane, this is this is the best silent night deadly night movie what are you talking about are you fucking serious man <laughs>
2: my god I sat there and watched it and I thought to myself why am I watching this you know it's just I mean the whole concept behind it is like obviously little kid and his little brother end up in a orphanage because both their parents are killed by a guy dressed as Santa Claus so they end up in in a home where they are treated rather strictly and you know by their mother superior and it's basically every time this kid sees Santa, because obviously his parents being killed by a guy dressed in Santa uh, in a Santa outfit, it affects him so badly. Every time he sees Santa Claus, he freaks out completely. Enough. And right. over the over the years, he kind of like gets used to it. You know, obviously he tries to avoid the um, Santa Claus and stuff. But then he gets a job working in a department. Specializes in Santa or Christmas stuff. Yeah. And um, one particular day, his boss decides to make him wear the Santa Claus outfit and become a Santa for um, for the kids. And it all goes tipped (laughs) up. Um, Basically, I I still say the funniest scene was when the little girl sat on his lap. (laughs) She got fidgeting and. He starts like talking to her. And he's like, "Sit still, sit still. But I'm going to kill you." You know that kind of thing. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah." You think
1: he goes, some- "It's something like, sit still. You're being naughty. Yeah, don't you know what you're doing? Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah." And he's I- like, "If you're he goes, if you're naughty, I don't bring presents. If yeah. you're naughty, you'll be punished. Yeah, that's
2: severely." It. And then basically she shuts up and then the parents are like, oh, he's so good with kids, isn't he?
1: He's so good with kids. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs>
2: and, you know, I sat there and I thought, actually, that scene was quite funny. And then
1: Shane, there's so many scenes like that in this movie that I love.
2: But then, my favourite part, I suppose, despite the fact this movie being fucking god-awful, was the bit of when he finally loses the plot and he just goes post and
1: oh, the killing spree! Yeah. Oh yeah, Yeah, you know, and I'm
2: sitting there. I mean, Lynne Mcguigley, bless her, she gets a nice little cameo in her. gets a titt out, which is always a winner. And that
1: it mu- this might be one of her first movies,
2: right? Okay.
1: Um, I'm trying to think now. You know, I, I mean, I'd have to, I have to go back and look it up because I do not remember. I know this was one of her earlier movies,
2: right? And being, <clears throat> yeah, and it was just, it was just. The killing spree where she gets impaled on the antlers, and you know, it's just he goes completely mental. And obviously, for those of you who haven't seen this film, um, you can do what I did and you can avoid all knowledge of it if you really must, or you can go forth and watch it and be traumatized because this film is so fucking bad. But,
1: no, oh, I was I was wrong. She was in way more shitty horror movies before this. <laughs> that's
2: what I thought. See, I remember her in Texas. Uh, what was it was a Texas Chainsaw Hookers, which was the UK title for it because it was Hol- Hol- Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Hollywood
1: Chainsaw? They yeah. called it Texas? Yeah,
2: Texas Chainsaw Hookers, they called it in the UK. Oh, the man. Yeah.
1: That's what That had Gunnar Hansen in it.
2: Yes, it did, which is why I think they called it Texas Chainsaw Hookers.
1: Yeah. I mean that would make a little more sense, but yeah. but Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers has such a better ring to it.
2: Hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah, it was just one of those films, but I mean I remember watching it years, I loved it. Anyway, I digress.
1: Wait, you love that and you don't like Silent Night Deadly Night. Yeah. See, I right, ha- listen, I, ha- listen. I have taste.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, listen. So the beginning, right, when they go to visit the grandpa. Uh, in the old folks' home before his parents get killed, so they go in there and like there's essentially his grandfather there's they're like little kids right so um the kid is probably like seven or eight years old and um, the parents go to visit the grandfather and the grandfather's like catatonic in an, in an old folks' home sitting there in a, in a chair hasn't said anything the whole time is just staring ahead. So they leave the kid with the grandfather. Like, and they go off to go talk to the nurse about, I don't know, money or something to keep the grandfather in the home. And the grandfather, like, now looks down and starts looking at the kid. And he, like, cracks this smile on his face. And he's like, do you know what day it is? It's Christmas. And the kid's like, yay, Christmas. And he's like, Christmas is the scariest goddamn day <laughs> in the year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: what the fuck? That's when the movie just, like. Right off the bat stops and you're like, holy shit, this is crazy talk. Yep. And he starts talking about how people get punished and, it, and it, it sets in all these like recurring themes through the movie. And this is not in any way at all um, like an artsy movie or a movie that, you know, tries to be anything other than just a dumb slasher. Yeah. But I think they do it uniquely and I think they do it well. I mean even some of the kills are pretty good. Uh I wish they set some of them up a little bit better. Yeah. Like you know the part there's the part where the um the kids coming down the hill in the sled.
2: Yeah.
1: He, he jumps out and cuts the kid's head off. Yeah, that was that I wish was
2: there was just, a that was
1: just too fucking How many times do you get kids being just decapitated with the head rolling down the hill <laughs> in a in a movie?
2: <clears throat> it's like I have um, an axe. Oh look, axe head into wow,
1: There <laughs> we go. And uh if picking up Linnea Quigley and jamming her naked body onto some reindeer antlers.
2: Let's face it, she looked hot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this was definitely when she was in her prime. Yeah. Oh man. I don't know. There's so many parts of this movie that just crack me up watching it. Um <clears throat> But I, I I I'm I'm flabbergasted you haven't seen this before or even heard of it.
2: Yeah, I had seriously, and this is a revelation to me because I've never actually heard of Silent Deadly. Wow. Yeah. So you have, you,
1: have you also not heard of Silent Night, Deadly Night 2?
2: Or 3, or 4, or <laughs> 5, or the remake. I knew, so, I knew no nothing of the existence of this movie until it was mentioned to me.
1: Yeah, so, so the best way I can describe Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 is that I didn't watch Silent Night, Deadly Night 1 this year to talk about it on this podcast. I just watched 2 because... Eighty percent of Silent Night, Deadly Night Two are scenes from Part One.
2: Oh boy,
1: okay. So I I would not have you watch that because then you would really hate me if I made you watch <laughs> both
0: of those movies.
1: <laughs> it's literally this. It's it. They just take the scenes. Part Two. Um. Remember how the little kid was still there? There's Billy, who was the main character. Santa. Spoiler for Part One: Billy gets shot in the end. Um. But the the little brother is still alive
2: right who
1: is with him yeah in the nunnery when Billy goes back to the nun- the uh, the um, orphanage
2: yeah
1: so the so the little brother was still alive and sees his brother get you know brutally murdered on Christmas wearing a Santa outfit
0: mm-hmm.
1: so part two um, Ricky who is the the younger brother is now an adult and has been in and out of insane asylums and Psych wards his whole life. Let's face is it, being
2: seeing your brother getting killed is more than likely going to send a
1: slightly
0: movie. Yeah.
1: So he's he's talking to a psychiatrist and is explaining the plot to Silent Night Deadly Night One to him and and just showing clips of part one. Um, throughout the whole and that's what most of the movie is, and the rest of it are these awful, ridiculous killings. He's not even wearing a Santa outfit. He's just going through killing people. It's in like Beverly Hills. There's no snow. It doesn't work at all. So disappointing. Um, but um, he does, of course, have the most fit. You had to have seen this line because this is like an uh, Internet meme where he stands there and goes, what day is it? Garbage day. And then he shoots a guy with a gun.
0: Yeah.
1: You have not seen that on the Internet. Have I- you ever been on the Internet?
2: No. Um, uh, Yeah, but no, I have not
1: seen that. Oh my god! All right, I'm sending you a link to just type in "garbage day" on the internet, and you'll have everything you need to know.
2: Okay.
1: He, he, the the kid that plays Ricky, is also the worst actor. He hasn't done anything since this movie because he's so bad in this. Every line he, every line he says, he raises his eyebrows every single line, so every word he says, his eyebrows are bouncing up and down the whole time. It's really distracting. Okay. (laughs) So so yeah, that's Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. I don't recommend that one. (laughs) Would you like to hear about (laughs) 3? Too bad. So Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, better watch out, okay? So this one has Bill Mosley right, reprising the role, or he's coming into the role of Ricky who is in part 2. Now at the end of part 2, Ricky gets shot after he decapitates, you know, the evil nun that was in part 1. Oh, she finally
2: gets it. Oh, awesome.
1: She finally gets it. Right, okay. <laughs> so he cuts her head off. So anyway, um Ricky is now he's still alive, right? Yeah. But he's in this like hospital and he's in a coma. And he has essentially a fishbowl for a head. (laughs) And I'm not not kidding. His exposed brain is in this glass dome on his head. And you can see his brain. And he wakes up from a coma because it's Christmas, I think. And he goes off to start killing people. And there's a blind woman who has her, like, fiance. And they go to their mom's house and there's like a cop and the doctor who are trying to chase chase down Ricky. It sort of gets like a Halloween vibe because the doctors like he's pure evil. We need to stop him. You're like, well, this is really just a shit slasher movie. And the only real twist is that the girl is blind, so she can't see him. So (laughs) she should just be murdered right away. (laughs) (laughs) But she's not, of course. Um, So yeah, there's that movie that really sucks. Then there's Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, The Initiation. Now, this one is really weird, okay? It ditches the whole straight-up slasher thing. It's got witches, spontaneous combustion, weird, weird worm and insect creatures. It's got Clint Howard playing a killer named Ricky sounds familiar mm-hmm. but it may, he may or may not be the same guy from 3 and 2 and 1 he definitely doesn't have a fishbowl brain head
2: but he looks so, like a fishbowl fishbowl brain head anyway
1: right right and clint howard has a huge head so it's not you know it's not against conventional rules it maybe he just grew skin over that dome
0: yeah,
2: possible
1: and he ended up looking like clint howard mm. So this is—it's a really weird movie. There's like a lot of witches and and all kinds of fucked up stuff going on, and this girl's trying to investigate a spontaneous combustion case. It's fucking crazy and psychedelic. It's—it's it's a really weird movie, and it doesn't fit in with any of the other Silent Night Deadly Nights.
2: Might be that was. The
1: thing I, I, it was, but I think it's worth like watching for how weird it is. It's not a good movie. Right. It's too all over the place. But if you're looking for something that's like, I want to watch something that doesn't make a whole lot of sense and is really fucked up, then, then Silent Night Deadly Night 4 is definitely for you. Okay. And then there's part five, The Toymaker. So this one is unbelievably bad. It's got Mickey Rooney in it as um, he plays a character called Joe Petto.
0: <laughs>
1: and, <laughs> and guess and, and guess what? He makes a he makes <laughs> toys that come to life.
2: What are you gonna say? He's a pedo.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that would be good.
2: <laughs>
1: no, I think his son's name is is like Keo or okay. something. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, it's really dumb. It's about like killer toys. Picture like um demonic toys, but worse. Except, but that movie's really bad. So it's sort of let you know how far it's going.
2: See I was just thinking of the film Toys for Robert Williams, but with slightly demonic toys in it instead.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably not as good as Toys. Toys is a little creepier than The Toy Maker actually, the yeah, Robin yeah. Williams one. Yeah. It had um what's what's her face? Um
2: Joan Cusack. Uh,
1: the, yes, Joan Cusack. She yeah. was so creepy in that movie.
2: Yeah, she was.
1: I quite like her yeah.
2: though. I do quite like her.
1: Yeah. She's good. She's one of those character actresses that, like, you know, she's good in everything she's in, in my opinion. Yeah,
2: the last film I watched her in was School of Rock, mm. uh, where she played the headmistress. Yep, it's seemed quite funny. I like that. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah. So yeah, uh, avoid avoid all the other Silent Night Deadly
2: Nights. <laughs> and then didn't you mention something about a remake?
1: Oh yes. Yeah, so the remake. We were going to cover the remake in a little bit more detail. So I watched it last week. And I'm still sort of in the middle of writing a, um, a review for it and the way not to get too much into how we make the sausage of reviews, but, um, I watch a movie and while I'm watching it, I'll usually type out some notes to be like, you know, to either remind myself of a scene or remind myself of something or a theme that's going on. And a lot of times I'll take those notes And I'll use them for the podcast to be like, oh, yeah, I want to make sure I talk about this topic and this topic and blah, blah, blah. So I have all my notes from this movie and most of them don't make any fucking sense. And I don't remember what they were talking about. (laughs) The the remake is really one of those um, one of those remakes that is only in name. And not really to do with, like, the movie itself. So it, it doesn't have a whole lot to do with the original Silent Night, Deadly Night. In fact, the name is just called Silent Night. And I think they sort of realized this after they made it. They're like, it's not really like the original at all. So they just lopped off the end of the, the end of the name and just left it at Silent Night. Right. But it's... There are some things that are similar. Like, there's a scene where a teenager goes and visits his grandpa. And the grandpa tells him that christmas is the scariest damn day of the year right but it doesn't it doesn't hold the same weight as like a a, a grandfather telling that to like a six-year-old like when he when you say it to an 18 year old he's like whatever you your creepy old man grandpa you know it doesn't have that same weight that <laughs> terror in this kid's face <laughs> that it had in the original so i don't know there, there are some good parts about it the gore in this movie is absolutely worth checking out and i think you you'd probably like it for you know some of the gore scenes that are in it okay. there's an amazing amazing wood chipper scene hey
2: we all love a good wood wood chipper in a horror movie
1: Shane i'm telling you this is up there i'm i'm not going to say it's the best is but it it's definitely it's definitely top 3
2: is it as good as the wood chipper scene in Tucker and Dale vs Evil
1: Jane, that was the exact one I was thinking.
2: About. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that woodchipper scene is the best fucking scene in that film. <laughs> and I don't give, I don't give a shit what anybody says, but when he, when, when Tucker looks at him and says, "Are you okay?" it just has me on the floor, with tears and yeah,
1: it, it must be some kind of suicide cult. <laughs> if he, he, dove into the woodchipper. <laughs>
2: Oh, Oh. no,
1: it probably, it probably is not as good as Tucker and Dale, but it is good. It's a, you know, and this is, this is a movie that, um, the best part about it is you can tell that they were going for just campy slasher. You know, they weren't, they weren't trying to be like, oh, this is going to be a, you know, a great, I mean, that's sort of where it it does hold a little bit with the original where the original is like a slasher in the eighties this one is like a slasher in the late 2000s that, or 2010s, oh, right. that, you know, it's, it's just over the top, lots of gore effects, lots of practical stuff, um, but they also sort of just don't give a fuck about the plot. Like, I can't even really put the plot together in my head. I mean, oh, yeah. I know there's a Santa killing people. Okay. But, if, if you're looking for anything else other than the kills, it's not really worth it. And, uh, Malcolm McDowell is in it. Ah. Oh which sounds good until you watch him and he he tries to do an american accent for like the first five words of a line and then by the end of the line he's back into full british okay so like he'll start off a line you know and and, and really be trying to pull his accent off and it sounds weird and then he just drops it <laughs> and, and if even in the trailer if you watch the trailer for this movie he there's like a line of his in the trailer and you're like right off the bat. You're like, why does he sound so weird? Oh, he's back to doing British again <laughs> like, in that one line. It's funny.
0: Excellent.
1: But yeah, there's a it, it's OK. There's a little bit of a mystery in terms of who is the Santa killer. We're in the original. You know, we know right off the bat um, that obviously Billy's doing all the killing <clears throat> in the remake uh, you don't know, and that's part of the, that's part of the movie is you're trying to figure out who is who is the Santa killer because he's not just wearing a beard, he's wearing a Santa mask. Right. So, but it's good, you know. There's axes. There's an awesome head splitting scene. Really good. Great wood chipper scene. Um, lots of nudity. You know, it's a slasher movie, Nud- and um, nudity is good. Nudity is good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I'd say I recommend it. It doesn't hold a lot. In my memory, but you know, it's worth checking out, I think, okay. but I don't have a whole lot to say on this one. <clears throat> so yeah, that's that. Um, <laughs> finally, we're going to talk about what may be becoming my favorite Christmas movie. Um, 1989 elves. And this one, this is another hard one to find. You can find it if, you know, for instance, if you found some sort of tube oh. that you could go on. Yeah,
2: yeah, that one. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth, Ryan. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> there are ways to find this. And I, I the only reason I say that is because it's not on DVD. It's not on Blu-ray. It's not on any streaming service that I know about. I have a VHS copy of it. Um there's bootlegs available you can find, but if you're going to buy a bootleg DVD, then just go stream it because you're buying a bootleg anyway. Yeah. Um. But it's, it's, it's hard to find, but man, is it worth it. It is so ridiculous of a movie. And I just, I have to try to explain the plot to you, Shane, because it's so fucking bizarre. Now, you didn't get to watch this whole thing, right? You only saw a little bit of it? Right. Okay, so the plot to Elves, Shane... <clears throat> There's a girl, right, out in the woods with her friends practicing some pagan witchcraft, as you would do normally as a girl in the woods in the middle of December. Of course. Um, yeah, right. She cuts herself and she's bleed- she bleeds onto the ground, apparently onto a spot where an ancient elf was buried. So she returns to her house to her horrible family that consists of her mom, her younger brother, who we're going to get to a little bit later, and her grandfather. Um, meanwhile, an elf emerges from the ground and, you know, you know, some shit's going to go down. Yep. So, meanwhile, uh, Dan Haggerty, who is Grizzly Adams from yes. the Grizzly Adams show.
2: like, great Dan
1: Haggerty. <laughs> yes. I can't believe he died this year. Yeah, man. Like, seeing him in this movie, he looks like a guy that should have died, like, the year after this movie was filmed. But he wasn't, there isn't,
2: he, was only in the, he was only in his early 70s.
1: Yeah, that's surprising to yeah. me. I mean, he uh, when he filmed this, he was probably in his 50s. But he, look, he looks older, honestly. And there isn't a single scene in this movie where he doesn't have a cigarette lit. Right. Like the whole, no matter what he's doing, he's got a cigarette lit. I feel like that was in his contract or something. He's like, uh-huh. okay, but I don't have to ever stop smoking <laughs> no matter what I'm doing.
2: We're being sponsored by Melbourne, damn it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we should get on that yeah so so he plays a uh, a homeless former detective who's down on his luck but he gets a job as a uh, a mall santa after the current one is seen molesting uh teenage girls in a store and murdered oh okay so right off the bat and by molesting i mean like the main girl sits on this other santa's lap And he starts feeling her up in front of, you know, all the moms and kids that are waiting in line to go see Santa. (laughs) Yeah. So, so he gets yelled at and he's like headed into the back office and some girls over there and she goes, hi Santa. And he turns around and sticks his middle finger out. and He goes, fuck you.
0: (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) So he goes back. Um, so he goes back into the back office, um, and, and he's getting pissed off because his fake bushy Santa beard is ruining his, his lines of coke that he's cutting in the back office. Oh, <laughs> so an, an <laughs> sorry, an elf sneaks into the office and, and stabs him to death in his dick. What? Like he's he's the elf stabs him. To death in the dick. Like, so many times this guy gets stabbed in the dick. I counted it, it's at least a dozen. Okay. <laughs> By an elf. And then, so after the guy's dead, there's a chalk outline of his body on the ground. And there's just a huge blood stain around his crotch.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I'm dying I'm sorry I can't I, I can't help this movie kills me alright so anyway so this elf it, it doesn't explain any of this why the elf is killing anyone or anything it doesn't make sense and the elf is honestly when they show it I know the movie's called Elves I'm gonna get this right out of the way and this is also gonna be super spoilers but I don't care because I, I just have to talk about this movie Um, one there's no elves there's only one there's one elf but they keep talking about it like it's elves, and I don't know if there's supposed to be multiple elves, but there's obviously only one elf puppet. And it seems like there's only one elf running around at a time. Like, it's not like there's two two of them in the same place at the same time. There's only one elf doing chaos in an area, and then the characters move to another area, and then the elf comes to that area and starts doing chaos. So there, there, there's only one. There's no elves. There's only one elf, and that's because they only had one elf puppet. And this elf puppet also didn't include anything, I imagine, below the shoulders of the puppet. right? Like, it's just the head and the mouth, and you see this scene multiple times with the head and the mouth. You never see anything else. (laughs) It never shows below that. Okay. And when it does show that, sometimes... There's one scene, I think, that it shows, like, little elf feet... And it, you could tell it's just like a guy with sticks and a couple fake little booties that he's like <laughs> lifting up and down on the ground, and and the grabby claw is this little claw that can only open and close. It's it's a horrible little puppet thing that they made. It's it's probably the worst, but that adds to the charm. It makes it so much better, especially when he's stabbing a guy to death in the dick, like a dozen times. So anyway. The, the main character and her, her girlfriends break into the mall at night to try to hang out, try on clothes, and go to third base with their boyfriends. Right. Um, unfortunately for them, the elf is in the mall along with a bunch of Nazis.
2: Nazis.
1: Oh, right, yeah. A, a bunch of, And Dan Haggerty. He's in the mall, too, because he's sleeping there because he's homeless. Right. So a gunfight breaks out with the Nazis. And the elf is involved. The elf is killing people as they're running around. The Nazis. There's a gunfight. Dan Haggerty shooting pe- shooting Nazis with the gun. Uh, it goes on for a while. Eventually, the Nazis and the elf scamper off, and I think one or two of the <clears throat> of of the friends are dead. Okay. Um. So, me now, Grizzly Adams goes off to talk with a couple scientists on Christmas Eve about um about elves. So he goes to one scientist. The guy's like, just is horrible. I don't even know why, why they did two scientists. I don't know. He goes to one scientist and asks them about elves. And the guy's like, oh, well, you know who, who liked elves was the Nazis. They liked elves, but I don't have any information on that. And he's like, well, who does? And he tells him, oh, go see this other scientist. So then he goes, and sees the other scientist. And the other <clears> scientist <throat> explains about Nazis and elves. And I'm like, well, why have that first guy? Why yeah. would you in the movie? Why would you make it so he goes to a guy and the guy says, "I don't know, but you can go talk to this guy." So he goes off and he talks to the second scientist. He gets there; it's Christmas Eve. He breaks into the guy's house. The guy's wearing a Christmas sweater. He's got his two kids, his two little kids, like five and six years old, at the dinner table, and he's carving a turkey. And Dan Haggerty runs into the house and he's like, "I need you to tell me about the Nazis and the elves." And the, and, and the, and the professor's like. Okay, well, there's two schools of thought on that. <laughs> he's like, In school number one, the Nazis experimented with elves as assassination teams. It's it's school number two, the Nazis genetically engineered elves using science and the occult. and he's, say- and as he's saying this, he's explaining these like this like in-depth detail about the Nazis and the elves. The camera cuts to the little kids staring at their professor at their professor father. As if he as he's describing the mating of an elf to a virgin on Christmas Eve to to essentially complete the master race. And I'm like, just the idea of this scene happening, it cracks me up so much. It's so such nonsense. So after this, Haggerty leaves. Um, Meanwhile, the 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 main girl is at her house and she's pissed off and her mother is a complete bitch to this girl. Always screaming at her, her, yelling at her. And there's no father that's there. And she's like, oh, I hate you, mom. You know, I wish you were dead. And dad was the one who lived. And she's like, there is no dad. If you want to talk to your dad, go down into the study. And she's like, grandpa's in the study. And she goes, I know your grandfather oh. is your father. And the I swear to God, Shane, the music goes dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. Really?
1: <laughs> I swear to God. Turns out Grandpa raped her daughter. Also, Grandpa's a Nazi who helped genetically breed elves.
2: Okay.
1: And it was was his plan to make his genetically perfect inbred granddaughter breed with the elf to produce the master race. Oh, good God. That's the plot. So... It all comes to a head. Dan Haggerty he comes to the house, and they gather together. <laughs> this part is amazing. I had to rewind it two or three times <laughs> because I didn't understand it at first. <laughs> so sorry. So he comes in, and he's ye- he's like, "What's going on?" Blah blah blah. And the grandfather's like, listen. So what? I had sex with my daughters. No big deal. Oh my. And 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 then everyone's stupefied, and he's like, okay. But and, and Dane Hagerty's like, this is ridiculous. I don't believe it. Despite him having, despite him having seen, you know, the elves, and obviously fought them, he's still like in disbelief that this is what's going on. And Grandpa's a Nazi, and he goes, I'll prove it to you. So he takes his daughter's sketchbook, right and he flips it open and on the page is a drawing the daughter was was drawing earlier and it's like this um it sort of looks like a valkyrie where it's like this this naked woman with like wings and you know whatever like a helmet or something yeah and she's got these like huge drawn you know pencil drawn boobs so the grandfather's like look and he takes a pencil <laughs> and he draws swastikas on the boobs and he's like see Shane, I swear to God, I don't know what it means, and I watch it two or three times in a row. <laughs> he just takes it and he draws swastikas on the boobs, and he's like, see, I told you. And Dan Haggard, he looks at it and he's like, oh my God, he's right.
2: <laughs> For those who are listening, Brian has just lost his shit over a movie.
1: <laughs> I completely <laughs> lost it. <laughs> this is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen.
2: Oh, dear.
1: So, needless to say, uh, uh, okay, I'm back.
0: Whew. All right. <laughs>
1: All right. I don't want to spoil it. I don't care about spoiling it. The rest is nonsense. Right. Um, It doesn't even matter. The ending doesn't even make any sense. It's stupid. Okay. But the whole, it's so bad. Like, I love Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yep. Right? So they have not done this movie in that show. All right. But... Mystery Science Theater 3000 is coming back yes. and I am praying praying to the elf God that this movie gets on their list or somebody gets this movie to them because it is the funniest fucking thing of all time. I, like without any comments, it's so funny just watching it trying to believe that somebody actually filmed this yeah there's there, it it's crazy talk. Dan Haggerty kills a bunch of Nazis. there's a car chase. There's the elf running around stabbing people in the dick. You know, Nazi inbred, um, genetically engineered craziness. It, it It's just nonstop hilarity. Oh, and I, for, I almost forgot about the foul mouth little kid. So the little brother, every single line this kid has, has the word fuck in it. Every single line. And he can't be older than six years old. I my, one of my nephews. <laughs> There's one scene where... The little brother is spot. You know, this is in the beginning of the movie where before you find out about the incest. So the little brother is spying on his sister in the shower. And the sister catches him and is like, oh, you're a pervert. And he goes, I'm not a pervert. I like seeing naked girls. And um, the girl's like, I'm your sister, you creep. And he goes, yeah, well, you've got big fucking tits. And I'm going to tell everybody I saw him.
2: Like, <laughs> my God.
1: Like, what logic is that he's gonna tell everyone he saw his sister's tits Bye. and then they, they get into an argument and it's it's hard to hear um on my vhs copy i had to rewind it a couple times to see if i got it right but i believe After they're getting to an argument, he says something along the lines of, yeah, well, mom says she's going to give me all your money, so fuck you, as he runs out of the room. And I'm like, this little kid is a hero. (laughs) An absolute hero. I've I've never heard such vile talk out of a child before.
2: Mate, You haven't had my family.
1: Oh my god, Shane. You think I'm bad? (laughs) (laughs) So that's elves, Shane. And if I can't I, if I can't give a more impassioned speech for anybody to see a movie, if you're going to see one movie for the rest of your life, go see Elves. That's it. That's all you gotta know. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what I got.
0: Okay. Cool. Right. Um
2: <laughs> Yeah. Um,
1: just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: But,
0: uh...
1: So Shane, is there a, well since we're gonna Since we're gonna wrap up our, our Christmas special um is there any other Christmas horror movies or anything that we didn't cover that you'd like to uh like to mention?
0: No,
2: not really, because we pretty much covered all well, the, the allegedly cool ones. I think we did the <laughs> cool ones in part one. These are just all the shit ones. Piece of the
1: shit (laughs) was. No way. I will not allow you to disparage elves like that.
2: I just did, motherfucker. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, um, no. But I can't think of any other Christmas horror movies to watch. But um, I did watch some trailers for some upcoming horror movies. Cartoon. Oh,
1: did you? Yes. You, well, see, you, you did a little bit of research, and that's better than me. I did nothing. Uh, well, so, what's coming? What's coming out that looks right, good? Shane?
2: I, I don't know if this looks good, but it just—I sat there completely in disbelief when I watched this trailer last night. A film called Sky Sharks. I, okay, sounds good. Yeah, um, yeah. I, you're so, yes, all right, I I'm this. sold. Right, you're gonna love this. <laughs> Nazi undead soldiers. Yep. Flying. Sharks, okay, I'm on board. In the sky, complete with missiles, chasing an airplane that has an old nun and a young priest <laughs> and lots of little kids. An old nun and a young priest. Yeah, and all these kids, all these people on this on this plane. Some people are like, "I'm a very nervous flyer," and oh no, I can't handle this. And the trailer is intercut. With images of zombie Nazis with long blonde hair, possibly a female, not hundred percent sure on that one, stabbing Mm. people in the chest and pulling out their still beating hearts.
1: While they're on the sharks, or
2: no, while they're in the plane, they board the plane.
1: Okay, okay, gotcha. So
2: yeah, basically, I saw this trailer last night and I sat in complete disbelief. I could not believe what I was watching. It looks so bad. I have to watch it.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely on board for that. Yeah,
2: I I might have to search a copy of this out. I don't think it's out until sometime next year. But when it comes out, be prepared, listeners. We will be doing a review. (laughs) Because it looks so bad. It's got to be awesome.
1: As you can tell from my previous discussion, I love random nonsense with Nazis thrown in.
2: In other words, Ryan likes really shitty films.
1: I, oh my God. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. Speaking of really shitty films, I could go through some of the other Christmas movies I had to watch this year. No, that's okay. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Well, we had Christmas Horror Story, which a lot of people liked. Um, I didn't love it. Right it's it's an anthology movie sort of along the lines of trick-or-treat where the stories are slightly interconnected you know you know what i mean yeah only in this film they they it doesn't tell a whole story and then jump to another it tells parts of each story throughout the whole movie okay so it, it's more spread out it's not good i mean There's a lot worse out there just in terms of anthology movies. uh, I wasn't blown away by by it, but a lot of people seem to like it. You know, there's like a not there's a um, there's a zombie elf part. It's got William Shatner doing it as a radio. It's got the shot. Awesome. It does. It does. Um, I watched St. Nick, which is also known as uh, Sint. Um, It's a it's another Dutch movie. Okay. And that one's really good. I like I liked that one. The only downside of that is it was a little bit slow after the intro. It slowed down a little bit too much. Yeah. Uh, great special effects in that. And um, it was a pretty good story in that one, too. I liked it. Cool. So that one's good. And uh, Krampus the Reckoning is a horrible pile of shit. Garbage. Uh, Krampus the Christmas Devil is another horrible pile of shit. But there's a little bit of charm in it. It has that sort of abusive quality towards children that I find so hilarious.
2: Yeah, but we all like abuse towards children. Oh, sorry, didn't (laughs) say that out loud.
0: Oops.
1: I know, that's probably the worst thing I've ever said, uh, (laughs) 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 bud. Santa Claus comes up to a little kid in a cage, and and he's like, the only reason I'm not going to rip your fucking head off Is because I've got some other bitch out there that I got to kill first. So (laughs) get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that was craziness. And, um, you know, there's a whole bunch. There's a bunch of other ones that I still have to write reviews for. Again, I talked about Happy Holidays. But, yeah, there's a lot of them out there, man. Um, Most of them are garbage, I got to be honest. Um, I don't think you're going to find any that come close to Black Christmas, the original.
2: Yeah.
1: That's probably my favorite. Uh, Krampus is good, and um, you know, there's not much. Oh, gremlins, of course. How can we forget that? dare you forget gremlins? I know.
2: Shame on you. Shame. 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 Me.
1: Shame. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk through the streets naked. Let's go. <laughs>
2: shame. I'll bet if there's anything like um, what we do in the shadows when they do the walk of shame. <laughs> <The shame. laughs> and just walk around and point at him. shame shame oh
1: my god do you
2: know what? I'm going to have to watch that later well not tonight but I'm going to watch that this weekend seen that okay.
1: yeah you know what I heard a rumor now I'm actually going to double check this right now I don't know if it's true and if it's not true I'm just going to cut this part out of the podcast right but I heard a rumor that the guy who directed that is making the next Thor movie Here
2: yeah, he is
1: really That is amazing. (laughs) Oh,
2: They're already halfway through it,
1: aren't they? It's got to be already filmed, right? Yeah. That's uh, coming out next year, I think. Yeah,
2: yeah, next summer. Yeah, it's Ragnarok. Yep. Yeah, that's right next summer.
1: That's incredible. Now, he's got to have cameos from all of his buddies that that are in What We Do in the Shadows, right? I feel like he has to.
2: um, He was also responsible for Flight of the Conchords as well. Right, right. So um and flight of the Concords, if you haven't seen it, go check it out it is actually very, very funny. Um yeah, it's like everybody involved with that all turned up in what we do in the shadows anyway.
0: Yeah.
2: So um I think it would be cool if they did actually have um everybody in there, like having little uh... character stuff.
1: I was going to go look up the cast, but I'm not going to. I'd rather just be surprised. I'd rather go in there and be like,
0: oh my God, that's the guy.
2: Yeah, but see, for me, I mean, even what we do in the shadows, I would consider, kind of in a roundabout way, it's not really a Christmas film, but because I got it at Christmas, it's kind of one of my Christmas films. I was going to say, <laughs> I
1: was going to ask, how the fuck is that a Christmas film?
2: Yeah, it's one of my Christmas films. <laughs> you know. Um, oh, yeah. Also, uh, next year, we've got World War Z2 is coming out. Um, okay. Uh, there's a couple of others. Um, I think Lights Out is now out on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, but when it comes to with that film... In regards to uh, "Lights Out," again, I prefer the short film um, over the new version. Uh, yeah,
1: see, I I liked I liked "Lights Out." I thought it was pretty
2: good. Yeah. Um, see, I loved the original short. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Was really clever, and they should have left it in that. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Did you have you seen? Um... Oh, what's that one with the mirror? Oculus. Have you seen that? And it's short?
2: No, I haven't seen that.
1: Okay. Um that's another one. So go I, you know what? The short may not be called Oculus. I I can't really remember it. Um you should try to search out that short though. It's really good. Okay. It, maybe it's Oculus. I don't know. I well, the movie I know that. The full movie's Oculus, but yeah. yeah, check out check out that short. And it, it's one of those ones I, I agree that the, the short is better than the um, yeah. the actual film. I mean, a lot of people really like that film. Or I, maybe not really, but a lot of people think it's good. Yeah. I, I think it loses so much charm that the original short had. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's another one, though. Yeah, cool. I'm
2: just trying to think what else we've uh,
1: got coming out next year.
2: I'll have to do it before more.
1: Oh, um, I I don't know if you've seen it. Um, I haven't yet because I've been waiting for the Blu-ray to come out. But the Blu-ray for, uh, Train to Busan is coming out uh, next oh, year. Oh, really? About time. Yeah. So, I I've I heard nothing but amazing things about that movie. I can't wait to see it.
2: Seriously, man, it's such a good film. Mm. It's really really good. Um, how can yeah. how could I describe it? Am I um the only put, the only thing I could say without bringing in Samuel L. motherfucking Jackson, is, is zombies on a fucking train. Of course. Yeah, and it's kind of like a cross between 28 Days Later and, like, I don't know, something on a train. You know, it's, <laughs> it is epic. It's really, really good. The fight scenes are amazing. The story is really good as well. The story is if, so good.
1: Have you seen that movie... um Oh shit! It has um, it has Chris Evans on a train. Did he have to get from the back of the train to the front of the train? Uh, no. Um. Oh shit! It's it, it's like a dystopian future where the world has been sort of blown up, and there's this unstoppable train that just drives around the world, and all the all the poor people are in the back of the train, and all the rich people are in the front. Right i can't remember the name of it now um i don't know i was just thinking maybe it has it's similar to that because it's in a train (laughs) no it's not (laughs) but it's not like it's not like captain america punching tilda swinton in the face no okay
2: Um, actually speaking of films starring tilda swinton have you have you seen only lovers left alive
1: no, I have it though. It's it's sitting on my vampire shelf.
2: Oh, you own it, do you? Cool. Yes, I do. It's right, mate. This is a film we can obviously talk about it in the next podcast next year. I'll get it going. But for me, Only Lovers Left Alive is one of those unique films. It's very unique. It's not your typical vampire.
1: Book. Yeah, we, I, I think in fact I picked it up to do a vampire episode, and we never got around to episode two.
2: Right. Well, maybe we need to plan that for you know next year, along with. Yes,
1: we've got a, we've got a lot we need to plan.
2: Yes, um, like uh, we need to do um, a part, part two of George Romero movies and vampire and, films. And,
1: and an in-depth analysis of Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Well,
2: yeah, we can do that next Christmas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god, I would love to do that to you. You'd oh. be so pissed off.
2: Yeah, i will be, like, be like, you'll just hear that click. <laughs>
1: Where's Shane? Oh, he's
2: just disconnected. <laughs> oh, that's hmm. funny. But yeah.
1: Alright, Shane, what do you say we wrap this up?
2: I, I think we do. Yeah.
1: Alright, guys, so you can uh, reach us um, at uhmpod at gmail.com you can also hit us up on uh, Facebook, or uh, you can get me on Twitter. I'm at Ryan Tudelo, and hey. um, that'll be linked for people to spell, um, you know, wherever you find this podcast. It'll be in the description or something. And uh, Shane?
2: It is, I am at Dead Cell Society on Twitter and uh, Instagram, and, uh, well, I keep on Facebook. We're all on. <laughs> you know. We're we're all over the place, basically. And then you can always visit us as, at the mother site, which is upcominghorrormovies.com. Yep. Um, which is essential giving for any essential news for everybody. Where it's updated daily, pretty much. And uh, you know, all the good shit happens there.
1: Yeah. Oh, and check out my twelve days of Christmas horror yes. on upcominghorrormovies.com. dot yes. Um, it's not literally 12 days. I've been spreading it out to try to make 12 reviews go till Christmas, but I'm reviewing 12 movies in December. Yeah. And some of them we've talked about, some of them we haven't. So there'll they'll be surprises.
0: Yeah. So it's all good. It's all good
2: shit. Yes. Yeah.
1: So that's it for now. So, uh, thanks everybody
0: for listening and, uh, we'll see you next year. Yeah. Bye for now. Bye bye.